अंधेनाइव नियमाना यथांधा एज एज द ब्लाइंड बींग लेड बाय द ब्लाइंड दैट इज द केस विद दीज नेम वेबसाइट्स बाय एंड लार्ज एंड पीपल हु ट्रस्ट ऑन देम तो सन वी वन ऑफ द पॉपुलर नेम्स दीज डेज इट सेर इट्स अ नेम ऑफ लक्ष्मी देर इज नो सच वर्ड इन संस्कृत अवीर सो वीर मीन्स ब्रेव वीर सावरकर अवीर मीन्स अमड़ी वॉज नॉट ब्रेव Avir means unmanly. These are these are all entries from Monier Williams. Unmanly, effeminate, coward, without a son or without any help. These are the meanings of Avir. And people actually claim it means brave or a peace warrior. This is what the websites claim. You can't go wrong with this hack. Just pick up Vishnu Sahasranama for a boy and Lalita Sahasranama for a girl. Take a good publication and pick up a name from there. We cannot go wrong. Good afternoon, everybody. So this talk would be especially useful for uh, parents and those uh, who are about to become parents or whose family uh, have somebody in the family way. Uh, I will uh, briefly tell you why I'm speaking here today. Uh, I'll talk about historical names in uh, our country, Bharata. I'll talk about modern quote-unquote Sanskrit names. Uh, how some of the uh, disastrous sanskrit names or so called sanskrit names uh, end up being uh, given to children and the main section of this talk is uh, how not to name your child uh, ideally talk should be how to name your child right you you you, you teach people about how to play chess uh, but then uh, if a lot of people play chess and they play miserably then a book is needed how not to play chess so uh if a lot of people are giving names which are uh, uh funny or ludicrous or don't make sense then a talk like this is necessary how not to name your child so that's the main section of the talk and then uh, there's a small section on how to name your child or what you can do so uh, we'll come to that later and then we'll open this for questions all right so why this talk uh four pictures worth 4000 words so i'm i'm essentially fighting the disease of misinformation which makes a child say what do you mean my facts are wrong i copied everything from the internet how can it be wrong and then somebody saying well there was a link to a website right so on on that on that web page there was a link there was a citation so it has to be true i saw it on facebook it has to be true or you know it's on the internet so it's true so that's why uh when i started writing about names uh this was on facebook and twitter about a year ago uh i had met with so many people who were uh, misinformed so badly misinformed that i decided that something should be done about it so that's why i started writing and then uh people took notice uh, swarajya magazine did a story on it and then uh, i got invited for this talk so what brings me here is misinformation nothing else there's no there's no drive so look i'm i i'm not driven in this cause like you know I, I, if i were curing cancer or scaling the mount everest or studying sanskrit or doing swadhyay no there's no there's no passion for this cause i'm just simply fighting misinformation that's all uh, that is what brings me here and uh, hopefully that will help dispel some misinformation out there now let's begin with uh, how names used to be in uh, bharata uh, a long time ago there is a mantra in the rigveda samhita uh, which talks about four names uh, and uh, it says turiyam nama turiya as you know is fourth the the fourth state of consciousness is called turiya turiya avastha so turiyam means fourth and what is what the rishi says is that when we give the fourth name the yagyan or yajniya name uh they talk about uh, you know when we are giving the fourth name to a child so uh sayanacharya uh, the great scholar who commented on all the four vedic samhitas he explains that uh, the first name is the nakshatra nama nakshatra nama guhyam nama prakasham nama eti trini namani the first name of the child was the nakshatra nama it was based on the nakshatra and even today you have that Uh, tradition of giving names as per the janma nakshatra the second name was a guhya nama or a secret name this name was known only to the parents 
ओनली टू द पेरेंट्स सो दिस वॉज लाइक अ वेरी पर्सनल नेम जैसे घर में बुलाते हैं यू नो द नेम ओनली फॉर यूज बाय द पेरेंट्स एंड क्लोज फैमिली द थर्ड नेम वॉज द प्रकाशम नाम प्रकाश मीन्स मैनिफेस्ट और यू नो विच इज विजिबल सो दिस वॉज द नेम विच वॉज नोन टू एवरीबडी दे हैड टू नेम्स वन वॉज अ नक्षत्र नेम वन वॉज अ पब्लिक नेम और अ प्रकाश नेम एंड द फोर्थ नेम साइनाचार्य सेज इज लाइक सोमयाजी यू हैव पीपल नेम विद लास्ट नेम सोमयाजी इवन टूडे नीलकंठ सोमयाजी वॉज अ ग्रेट एस्ट्रोनॉमर इन द केरला स्कूल ऑफ मैथमेटिक्स so uh in the vedic samhita a mantra talks about four names of the same person and mind you these are all four personal names these are not a surname or a or a patronym or a matronym these are all four personal names so in vedic times people had up to four names and in the puranas you see many sahasranamas vishnu sahasranama lalita sahasranama or uh, shiva sahasranama so uh, from the vedic times people had four names in the puranas we have thousands of names of uh, deity and india is a bharat is a land which had a very rich culture of naming we had several types of names for example we had a given name now there is another mantra in the rigveda which talks about three names of the same person it's trasadasyu paurukutsa gairikshita three names of the same person and these are three types of names the given name trasadasyu he from whom the dasyus have fear he he of whom the dasyus are afraid that is that is trasadasyu that was the given name of uh, uh, a person similarly rama the hero of uh, ramayana is a given name then people had patronyms a name which meant son of such and such person for example paurukutsa So Trasadasyu is the son of Purukutsa hence he is called Paurukutsa and Rama as you know is the son of Dasharatha so his name is Dasharathi that's the patronym then people had another name which was the gotra name for example Gairikshita or Vatsyayana Vatsyayana means a descendant of Vatsa Vatsasya Gotrapatyam vatsyayana the a descendant not the son but a, a later descendant of vatsa is vatsyayana similarly katyayani katyayani is a name of uh, durga as you know and katyayani means she who is born in the lineage of rishi kata so there's a gotra name and then there were also matronyms so we had a society which took pride in its mothers we had a society where uh, the mother was considered greater than the father and people were known by the name of their mother also uh i think sometime back uh, i don't know when it was but uh, i believe some years ago when Indi- when indian team played a cricket match they had their mother's name on the jersey or some uh, something like that so we have that culture of name being named after the mother uh we have sanjay lila bansali who takes pride in the fact that his middle name is from his mother and we have had this for a long time so rama was also known as kausalya the son of kausalya similarly shatrughna and lakshmana were both known as saumitra son of sumitra so we had several types of names and uh, in the grihya sutras uh, there are elaborate rules given on how to give a name uh, some of them are summarized as a name should have even number of syllables for a boy so it could be 2 4 or 6 for example daksha has two syllables uh, brahmadatta has four syllables uh, and for girls the recommended number of syllables was odd 3 or 5 and then they also said how a name should start what all it should contain and how it should end it was said in the grihya sutra grihya sutras it is said that a name should start with a sonant or a voiced consonant it should contain one semi vowel one or one or more semi vowel sounds for example yara lover and it should end in a visarga or a long vowel sound for example my son's name is niramaya in sanskrit it would be niramaya four syllables ni ra ma ya begins with n a sonant 
ends in a visarga. Yeah. And my daughter's name is Nelaya. Odd number of syllables, three. Nelaya starts with N, again a sonant. And both of them contain semi-vowels. Niramaya has R and Y and Nilaya has Y. So, if I were living in the times of the Grihya Sutras, my name would have my names would have been compliant, or or you can say they are still compliant as per the Grihya Sutras. Interestingly, deity names were not used directly to give a name to a child. So people would not name somebody Shiva or Rama, but they would call the person Shivadatta, given by Shiva, or Devadatta. Devadatta is a very popular name in the Mahabhashyam. Or uh, Yajnyadatta. We had a great uh, polymath scholar, unfortunately not many Indians know about him. Uh, his name was Ambika Datta Vyasa. And his name was Ambika Datta, given by the mother. Uh, Ambika, name of uh, goddess, you know. So, deity names were usually not given uh, directly. But somebody would say this is given, he, he, he as a boy or she as a girl is given by Rama or Shiva or a Deva. And then we come to Upapadas or what we call surnames today or what we call Upakhya or Upahava. The, the four Upapadas for the four Varnas. Sharman, Sharma, Varman, Varma, Gupta and uh, Dasa. These were added later. These were not there in the original. Uh, uh, when, when the Grihya Sutras were written, these were not part of a name, part of the name. And there's a very good paper by uh, Mahamahopadhyaya P.V. Kane naming a child or a person in the Indian Historical Quarterly. So anybody interested in more details, the scholarly details can refer to this uh, publication. It's a very, very informative publication. And in fact, most of the, a lot of the material on this slide is from, uh, from this uh, publication. So that was uh, how names used to be. Uh, but uh, now times are changing. So what do we see now? What do I see? I see there is a general trend of uh, Sanskritization of names in the past uh, two or three generations. And you can see this uh, in names of some of the prominent political families of India. So now it's difficult to find somebody who will be given the name like Lalu or Rabadi, which were well, uh, which were which was the norm in uh, parts of India uh, two or three generations ago. So the next generation is named uh, Tej Pratap or Tejashwi. Uh, we also have a Misa, but uh, we'll not uh, talk about that now. Uh, and then uh, uh, Deve Gauda and Chennama, the types of names we had in the south. Uh, the next generation is Kumaraswamy and Anita, and next generation is Nikhil. Uh, so now, you know, uh, we had uh, uh, the pres uh, Vice President B.D. Jati, Basappa, Danappa Jati. It's difficult to find such names being given to children now. So there is a general trend of Sanskritization. Uh, in the past two or three generations, especially among Hindus. And more and more people want Sanskrit names for their children. Uh, of late, some parents are also moving to exotic names or uh, Arabic, Persian or uh, Greek names. However, they still have a need of a Sanskrit connection. So even if they give a give an Arabic name or a Persian name or a Greek name, they like to believe that it has a meaning in Sanskrit. And I've come across many such people in my interactions. Uh, yes, it may be an Arabic word, but doesn't it have this meaning in Sanskrit? So there's a, there's a need to identify or there's a feel good factor about it. So uh, whether you know they, they are going for uh, Sanskrit names or exotic names uh, from Arabic, Persian or Greek, they have a feel good factor about if the name has a meaning in Sanskrit. So there's an example. Harun is a famous Arabic name. Uh, it was a name of one of the Khalifas. Uh, and this uh, astrology website, Pro Kerala, it's one of the most popular websites uh, in India. Uh, on Alexa, it on ranks among the top uh, few thousands in the world. And it says it's a Sanskrit word meaning hope, uh, which is completely false. but there you go. An Arabic name is also given a Sanskrit meaning. And what, what I also see is that nuclear families uh, rarely these days have, ac have ready access to gurus and to pundits of Sanskrit. So 
what they do is they try the easiest method, which is to turn to the internet. We turn to all sorts of sources, we turn to the internet, and such sources, unfortunately, very unfortunately, are you know full of uh, uh, all sorts of misinformation, as we sh as we showed on uh, one of the previous slides where. Uh, you had a horse and a shark together and, oh, I saw it on the internet, so it must be true. And, uh, uh, well, I'm an IM grad, so there's no, there's no, uh, nothing wrong in saying this. Even IIT IM grads are falling in this trap and uh, they have uh, the best education. They are smart, but when it comes to baby names, somehow they, they seem to trust everything on the internet. So that's how times are today. And... Uh, I'll talk about some of the modern Sanskrit names. Uh, so before we start about names, let me just have uh, something to say about the pronunciation, the way we pronounce and spell our names. A uh, uh, lot of them are wrongly pronounced and spelled. Some of these are linguistic reasons. Some of these are uh, some of these are because of other reasons. So schwa deletion, as you know, uh, the name is Rama, not Rama, not Ram, but Rama. Uh, and in the Adhyatma Ramayanam, uh, as you would know, uh, Valmiki is given the mantra Mara Mara. So he says Mara 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 and that becomes Rama 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 Rama. So if somebody asks me how to pronounce Rama, I say, say Mara 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 and you'll end up saying Rama Rama Rama. Now because of Shwa deletion phenomenon in uh, a lot of northern and western Indian languages, it's ubiquitously pronounced as Ram and even spelt as Ram. But now I see that this is also uh, creeping its way in the east and the south. So if you have, if you see the uh, the Hindu editor N Ram, he spells his name as N R A M, not R A M A. Whereas in the olden days, people in the south would usually spell it as R A M A. Uh, so this is on the rise. This is still uh, uh, okay. We have historical linguistic reasons for it. So the way it's pronounced in Hindi or Marathi or Bengali, that's how they spell it. Fine. Uh, a phenomenon I see is a lot of people have Sanskrit names which have the per sound and they are spelt and pronounced as fur. Somehow uh, it makes us more, it makes us feel more civilized if we have the F pronunciation. So not blaming anybody, but uh, we just see some of the popular names. So Shephali is the Sanskrit word. It's a popular name. Uh, if you search on LinkedIn, you'll see 8,500 results with the F. Uh, spelling and only 400 with the ph spelling which is correct because it's it's a shape Pali that's the that's a name similarly prapulla the Hindi word pool comes from pulla so if somebody says uh, ka, ka, sabka kehna, ka nahi. It's, it's if you say ka kehna, it's like fools you know so ka kehna. so the name is prapulla but nobody uses the ph spelling it's all f and similarly we have uh, the J sound being spelt as Z or Z as they say in the US. So you have a, a name called Jhankar, which means jingling or clanking. And uh, the number of spellings are, uh, well, in this case, it's still JH is more. Uh, in Maharashtra and Gujarat, a name that's popular among girls is Jhalak, means a glimpse. You have this uh, show called Jhalak Diklaja dance show, right? So, uh, but it's spelled Z-A-L-A-K by many people, Zalak. So, you know, we are not even spelling them properly. And then the pronunciation of Anuswara is also wrong. So, you know, in the South, if you see, uh, in fact, if you, if you uh, see the name of the author of Autobiography of a Yogi, it is spelled Paramahamsa, H-A-M-S-A. That's how it should be spelled. But you, more or less, you know, we spell it as H-A-N-S. So, some, some comments on spelling and pronunciation and even brands. So it is actually, the word is saphala, which means successful, but uh, we can't spell it correctly, we can't pronounce it correctly, and it's safal, and somehow we feel very polished about saying safal, and if somebody says saphal, uh, I don't know, uh, some people look down upon them, that this must be a rustic man saying saphal, can't say saphal, no, it's, it is saphal, it is saphal. Now, uh, you know, we're talking about gender abuse. Uh, Say no to gender abuse, yes, absolutely. Say no to gender abuse everywhere, including in names. If uh, we are, if we want Sanskrit names, then let's not abuse the gender in Sanskrit. That's uh, one of my requests. 
uh, I see uh, many masculine Sanskrit words are used as names for girls. Uh, we have Garima, we have Mahima, we have Madhurima. These are all masculine words in Sanskrit. Uh, the suffix there is uh, Imanich. So, uh, yes, they are used, uh, but in Sanskrit, the word is masculine. So, as from a Sanskrit point of view, it is not correct. Then we have words like Nidhi, Vidhi, Samadhi. Well, I know people and, you know, some people in my close friends and family circle are also, uh, also have these names. So, there's nothing personal here, but I'm just saying... These words are masculine in Sanskrit. That's why you have, you know, a person named Karunanidhi. Nidhi is a masculine word and Karunanidhi means uh, somebody who's full of Karuna, who's full of compassion. Nidhi means uh, a treasure or, you know, uh, a board. And we have Kalanidhi, Kalanidhi Maran. So Nidhi being a masculine word, Kalanidhi and Karunanidhi and even Srinidhi make perfect sense as names for men. But somehow Nidhi is almost entirely used for uh, women only. Uh, now, these words end in dhi and also do riddhi, samriddhi, but they are feminine because the suffix there is different. So, uh, one cannot, you know, blindly say that some word, something that ends in uh, this sound or this uh, consonant would be masculine or feminine. It depends on what the suffix uh, is. Then we see words like tejasvi, manasvi, yashasvi, uh, these are masculine in Sanskrit. So we have Tejasvi Surya, uh, the young uh, member of parliament from Bangalore. Uh, Tejasvi is a is a man or is a boy. Uh, the feminine version would be Tejasvini, and similarly Manasvini or Yashasvini. But we see Tejasvi as a name for girls also. Similarly, Manasvi and Yashasvi as a name for uh, girls and women also. Kiran is uh, masculine in Sanskrit. We see Kiran More, but we also see Kiran Bedi and Kiran Mazumdar Shaw. So, you know, we have uh, quite a lot of uh, gender abuse, quote-unquote, in uh, modern names. Uh, many neuter words are used as names for boys. So, we have uh, Vyoma, Akasha, Ambara. All these words are neuter in Sanskrit. If somebody comes to me, people people come to me for uh, checking the gender of the name also. And I say... If I, if I come across such a suggestion, I say, look, this is neuter. It's your decision. It's a neuter word in Sanskrit. If you want to modify it to masculine word, you can easily change it, say, to Vyomakesh, which is a name of Shiva. Uh, similarly, Akashadipa, which is a masculine word in Sanskrit. And sometimes people change uh, a feminine word and make it a name of a boy. For example, Ishika. It's a Sanskrit word which has three meanings. The eye of an elephant, uh, a reed, uh, a reed which is used, which was used to write earlier. So we had reed pens and reed calligraphy, and a type of grass. Uh, in the Mahabharata, uh, Ashwatthama makes an arrow from an Ishika grass, uh, Ishika blade. So that's a feminine word. But then people change it to Ishika, and say, okay, I'll use it as the name of a boy. We'll come to such an example. Similarly, Tejas and Ojas, very popular names, especially in Gujarat. Tejas and Ojas are both neuter in Sanskrit. Uh, can be easily modified to Tejasvi or Ojasvi, which would be masculine, and Tejasvini, Ojasvini would be feminine. Sampat is a name, uh, uh, I know people with the name Sampat who are, uh, who are men, and Sampat is actually a feminine word in Sanskrit. So that's one uh, phenomenon we see. And then uh, people think a lot of names are Sanskrit names. Uh, they are actually not. Uh, people have names Tejendra, Tejesh, which are, you know, Prakritized version, but not Sanskrit. Similarly, Ashish and Manish, there are actually no such words in Sanskrit. Ashis is a feminine word. Uh, I would recommend Ashishika, which means somebody who has Ashish. And similarly, Manisha is a feminine word. Uh, there is no such word as Manisha. Manishi means somebody with Manisha, somebody who is a sage. Uh, one of the names I see is Aikantika. And people say it means uh, she, somebody who is devoted to one person. I, I, I knew a person named Aikantika. There is no such word. The correct word is Aikantiki, which means uh, something that is absolute or necessary. And our foundation, Srijan. <laughs> There are 7,500 people on LinkedIn with this name. It's not a word in Sanskrit. So, the correct word is Sarjana. 
uh, it is neuter though so uh, uh, in fact srijan is closer to the prakritized version you know they say srijan srijan har somebody who creates so it can be considered a prakrit name it's not a sanskrit name so out of courtesy i thought i'll let uh, the foundation know so beti bachao beti ko in namo se bachao so <laughs> uh, yeah all sorts of modern names which have no meaning or a ridiculous meaning in sanskrit and people have claimed all sorts of meanings and most of these are people i have come across in life or either in real life or on social media who have said oh i know somebody whose name this or my name is this so sanvi uh, one of the popular names these days it is said it's a name of lakshmi there is no such word in sanskrit ishanvi people claim it to be a name of parvati no such word it's either ishana or ishani shanaya uh, from the very sound of it sounds foreign to me but there are people who claim on the internet it means the first ray of sun in sanskrit there is no such word somebody asked me i think swati goel sharma asked me does it have a meaning in sanskrit i said i can attempt you know shana means slow aya means income so somebody who earns very slowly is shanaya but that's an attempted meaning similarly anaisha somebody asked me what does anaisha mean i said there is no such word in sanskrit nisha means the night so naish means nocturnal anaish means diurnal somebody who comes out in a day and but the feminine would be anaishi not anaisha uh similarly sumira sumira name of lakshmi and i'm surprised how people cook up these meanings and it's invariably the lakshmi or parvati or the first ray of the sun one of these three uh sim- similarly aira there is no such word people say it means saraswati uh ira is a word so we have uh, iravan and airavata ira means the ocean or water so aira means something that comes from ocean or water and so, so you can have airi that's uh, as for the sanskrit uh, grammatical rules it would be airi which could mean found in uh, water or found in the uh, uh, born in on the earth so it can you can say it can refer to lakshmi or sita if used in a arsha grantha or a or an authoritative work but aira there is no such word now why are we uh, biased towards beti beta bhi bachao so you know we have to save our uh, male children also bete ko in namo se bachao uh, vivan that's uh, one of the famous uh, names these days uh, almost every third person in a class would be named vivan and people say it means lord krishna rays of morning sun for a change it happens to be a word in sanskrit it's used in the shrauta sutras uh, i think the latyayana shrauta sutra if i if i remember correctly and it's used uh, the the word comes from the root vein which means to weave and it refers to a woven chair or a woven stool so it actually means a mooda it doesn't mean lord krishna doesn't mean rays of morning sun i'm sorry arava this uh, this has become popular since uh, akshay kumar played a character with this name in the movie blue and then he also named his son arav so you know uh, somebody told me that in india people learn hindi from amitabh bachchan i can say they also learn how to how to name the children from akshay kumar and you know uh, karina kapoor khan and others so arav is a very popular name these days uh, if you ask people or look up the name website they say it means peaceful or in high regard of it is a sanskrit word it means a howling cry uh rayanch a ray of light part of vishnu no such word harun harun now it's uh, this something which happened in my office one of my ex colleagues who's in iit and i am graduate he said i'm considering naming my child harun i said you you know it's an arabic word it's a muslim name it's a, it's a common name among muslims so do you know that i just asked him i have nothing personal against him but do you do you know it's an arabic name and he said no but somebody said it in it has also it also has a meaning in sanskrit which means hope and i said you can't be you can't be serious so i googled and i found out yes it is the website prokerala.com one of the most popular astrology websites which says that the word harun means hope in sanskrit which is completely wrong nivan no meaning in sanskrit but there's a hindi word called nivan which comes from sanskrit nimna 
which refers to a low-lying area where water fills in during the rains and there's a swamp and you know it, it means a swamp in Hindi. Kian, uh, grace of God, royal king, Lord Krishna, that's what uh, name websites say. It means how much in Sanskrit, Kian, how much, Kiyati, how much. So uh, yeah, does it make sense as a name? Of course not. Atiksh. Now this would act, this is actually a different beast. Atiksh, you, you ask somebody, they'll they'll actually believe it's a Sanskrit name. Atiksh sounds very Sanskrit. It's a ksha, you know, it has a sound ksha, so it it must be. But uh, and people say it means wise, intelligent. I I know of a, a person who claimed in my presence that Atiksh means buddhiman, it means intelligent. There's actually no such word in Sanskrit. And finally, one of uh, the most hilarious ones, Avir. So, Veer means brave, Veer Savarkar. Avir means somebody who is not brave. Avir means unmanly. These are, these are all entries from Monier Williams. Unmanly, effeminate, coward, without a son or without any help. These are the meanings of Avir. And people actually claim it means brave or a peace warrior. This is what the websites claim. Now, this is the amount of misinformation available on the internet. And people are getting misled. Yes, we can laugh about it, but it is a fact that people are getting misled. Smart people are getting misled and even marketing managers are getting misled. If you bring out a jewelry brand for men and give it a name which means unmanly, <laughs> if it happened with me, I would fire my marketing manager. <laughs> Just joking, but you know, this is Tata. This is not even some, uh, some small business. This is Tata. This is Tanishk. So they have a jewelry brand for men, which means unmanly. So can it get any more ridiculous? I don't think so. Anyway, so we come to the section, how not to name a child, how not to name your child. Uh, and these are some rules of thumb. Again, there's no science about it. This is not rocket science, it's just common sense. So, and I came up with these uh, rules of thumb based on common sense only. Uh, so, the first uh, rule, don't change the gender of a Sanskrit word. This is a report from uh, the, the Matrubhumi website. It's a publication in Kerala. I don't, I don't know if it's a newspaper or not. I think it's in both Malayalam and English. This is from the English website. And a, they have a great article which says, uh, baby names, these are unbeatable baby names. And then they have this example where a couple had planned a name for a baby girl. They settled on Ishika, which means the eyeball of an elephant or a reed or uh, a, a type of grass. So because it means a reed, it also probably means a pen in uh, Malayalam. So they, they were a literary family. They wanted a literary name. So they settled on Ishika and they had a boy. So they said, okay, let's change it to Ishik. Please don't do this. There's no such word in Sanskrit. Don't change the gender of a name. No gender abuse, please. Uh, so I, I mentioned uh, Ishika is being uh, was used by Ashwatthama. That's a reference from the Mahabharata. Jagrahacha Sharaishikam Draunihi Savyena Panina. Drauni, son of Drona. Drauni is the patronymic name of uh, Ashwatthama. Drona Syapatyam Puman Iti Drauni. So there's an example of a name which we talked about earlier. And that is uh, Sharaishikam. That means. Uh, an arrow made of uh, ishika, a type of grass. Second, uh, don't try portmanteaus. Please don't. Uh, often parents try a portmanteau of the name of the father and the mother, and sometimes they get meaningless results, sometimes they get horrible results. For example, and I'm not making this up, there is a name called Krishiv. Somebody came up with a combination of Krishna and Shiva, and make it made it Krishiv with different spellings and name websites claim it means Lord Krishna and Lord Shiva combined. It is a meaningless name. There is no such word in Sanskrit. Still probably okay. The next example is, well, uh, I don't know what to say. This was shared by Professor uh, K.S. Kannan on the Bharatiya Vidwat Parishad mailing list a few uh, months ago from his real life and he came across a person who was named Vandhya and Professor Kannan actually asked, is it Vandhya 
because vandya is a sanskrit word which means somebody who is deserving uh, worship or uh, respect vandya vanditum yogya vandya you know we say vande mataram so somebody who deserves vandana is vandya or vandya if it's a female so he asked is it is it vandya or vandhya and she confirmed no it is the mahaprana sound it is vandhya and vandhya as you know means a, a childless woman in sanskrit now why would somebody want to give such a name to uh, a person uh, and it was a portmanteau of her parents names who were, who were vandan and sandhya so uh, well uh, this actually happened uh, and if you do want a portmanteau if if you know if somebody in your family family does want a portmanteau then consult a scholar it's not very difficult to find uh, i'll give you an ex- recent examples uh, a couple named ashish and ankita came to me recently and they said we want a name which is a portmanteau of the two sounds it's a combination it can can it have both names both parents names and i suggested one of the options i suggested was ashrita so i added an r ankita ita from ankita ash from ashish and put an r in between and i made it ashrita which is a sanskrit word which means somebody who has taken shelter or somebody Uh, in whom people take shelter so try try the basic you know uh, well try uh, try checking a dictionary or go to a, a scholar who would know sanskrit uh don't blindly believe google so uh this is an actual screenshot from uh, 16th of june uh for the name ishanvi google for ishanvi sanskrit name meaning and you see there's a featured snippet which uh, google shows which has the wrong meaning and also the first result and the second and third results and a lot of people do this they search they just search for a name for the meaning of a name on google and google sources information from websites which are popular websites which are popular are usually name websites which have a lot of user generated content which is uh, more often than not incorrect and so google shows up incorrect results uh, which are not to be trusted next wikipedia so uh, the wikipedia kids are smarter than google kids you know we believe on wiki what wikipedia says we don't believe in google which is a, a notch higher so uh, but then i say don't trust wikipedia because except for protected articles Wikipedia can be edited by anybody. This screenshot was taken on first of June for the name for the for the article named Kiara given name. Uh, we have a famous actress by this name, I believe. And look at what it says: Hindi name Kiara, meaning God's precious gift, which uh, is completely wrong. There is no such word in Hindi. In fact, there's a word called Kiari. kyari means uh, people would know there's a kyari mein paudhe lagate hain right so but that's kyari that's not kiara uh so this is uh, wrong uh, wikipedia is not to be trusted now this happened with me a parent came to me and said i have named my daughter rujula and it's a name of lakshmi can you confirm if it's true and i said where did you read it and he said it was on wikipedia and i said okay let me check it out and i looked at the article on lakshmi for wikipedia which i believe would get at least uh, a few thousand hits per day if not a few thousand then at least in the late hundreds uh so kiara is although a misleading name this is so this is something more misleading because a parent who who is apparently a worshipper of lakshmi or who wants to honor lakshmi by giving lakshmi's name to his daughter is misled by wikipedia into thinking that rujula is one of the names of lakshmi interestingly you see there's a citation at the end of the sentence you see the number 39 there i looked up that citation i bought that book and the name was not there in the book it was an it was a book on 108 names of lakshmi uh and rujula was not there in the book so this is somebody writing some random content and people falling for it uh by trusting wikipedia again common sense this is all common sense this is not rocket science this is uh, just common sense uh completely avoid name websites they are uh, they are mushrooming all over the internet you know you have hindu names you have k 
kid pop bachpan uh, there's a name website uh, name website named pitarau a very good name for a name website so they they name their website very well but uh, the names that they contain are, are not uh, as correct uh, moon astro hindu names and all these are strange shots you know we have vivan we have hotravahana is a name for agni hotravahana means the carrier of oblations hotranam vahana hotravahana uh, it is a masculine word agni is masculine in sanskrit hindi mein ag aur agni stilling hai but in sanskrit agni is masculine so hotravahana is a name for a boy it means agni and look at what this website says it says it's a name of for a girl it means a celestial beauty it's completely wrong uh i can go on but you know there's an upanishadic uh, statement it's uh, present in two upanishads andhenaiva uh, niyamana yathandha as as the blind being led by the blind that is the case with these uh, name websites by and large and people who trust on them uh, uh don't blindly believe what is published as news uh we had uh, hema malini's daughter uh, isha who had a baby recently and she said uh, miraya is her name radhya is when krishna worships radha and miraya is when miraya means a devotee of krishna well both are wrong although radhya is a sanskrit word radhya means somebody who is uh, uh, deserving of aradhana or uh, worship or even uh, some something that is to be proved radha samsiddhau radhya but miraya there is no such uh, word in sanskrit and finally and i have to say this with uh, a lot of sadness don't blindly believe name books also and look at where we have come uh we can't even believe books which have sold more than 50000 copies on penguin uh by menaka gandhi and i'll give you three examples on a single page so this is a uh, uh names sanskrit names with h and in this book when uh, m stands for masculine or male s stands for sanskrit so menaka gandhi says hurditya means joyous or happy there is no such word uh hulas she says it's a sanskrit word which means jubilation this is also wrong hulas is the hindi of ullasa it's a the prakrit form of ullasa which means jubilation so hulas is a hindi word it's not a sanskrit word uh and hriman hri means modesty hri also means so it has both positive and negative connotations modesty as in being modest and modesty also in uh, having shame so hriman means somebody who is modest or somebody who is ashamed hriman does not mean despair of sorrow sorrow or wealthy in fact i believe uh, the word is shriman which was mistaken for hriman and uh, uh menaka gandhi ended up writing this in a book so there is misinformation please don't blindly believe name books now this is a you know the book i mentioned which had the name rujula i bought it to see if rujula exists and i saw this book it's by uh, vijay i forget the name of the author vijay shankar or not vijay shankar some vijay kumar i'm sorry uh wait vijay kumar in his book says uh, well he is giving the chaturthyant forms bhuvaneshwaryai nam bhuvaneshwaryai namaha which is correct but then he gives the name as bhuvaneshwarya uh which is not the right name the name the right name is bhuvaneshwari uh, we had this name bhuvaneshwari was uh, one of the princesses in uh, rajasthan uh, if i remember correctly uh no or rajasthan or kerala uh so bhuvaneshwari is the correct name so uh, what 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 i'm essentially saying is don't blindly believe content and especially for parents or people in your family or friend circles who are expecting a child uh please ask them please advise them not to blindly believe this content and do some basic due diligence so we come to the end uh, almost the end now we saw about uh, we saw all these things about how not to name the child how not to name your child so how do we name children then uh my best uh, suggestion my my first recommendation is consult a shrotriya guru uh a shrotriya guru or a pandit of sanskrit uh in that order of preference a shrotriya guru would know what's the right word what's what what word is uh, 
uh, suitable as a name, but what is not suitable as a name, as a Rashi name or a Nakshatra name or a non-Nakshatra name, we have had both in our culture. Uh, and how to find uh, a guru, which is very difficult to find, or a Sanskrit Pandit. A Sanskrit Pandit is actually not that difficult. Ask around. There is a publication called Inventory of Sanskrit Scholars. If we Google with just those four words, you'll get a PDF on the website of the Rashtriya Sanskrit Samsthan, if I'm not mistaken. And that PDF has at least thousands, I think four or five thousand names uh, with contact details, address and in many cases phone numbers also of Sanskrit scholars. Or these days on Twitter also and social media, you find uh, quite a few Sanskrit scholars. There is a Venu Gopalan Shankaran, Venu Gopalan Shankaran, a very great Sanskrit scholar from Tamil Nadu. Uh, there is Balram Shukla, one of his students is here with us. Uh, Balram uh, Shuklaji tweets at uh, Achyut Ananta. There is Sampadananda Mishra, some of us uh, know him. Uh, he tweets at Sampadananda. Uh, there is Samodacharya, who is a very great scholar of Sanskrit from uh, Nepal. Uh, reach out to them on Twitter and there are many other names which I have not mentioned here just for the for the in uh, you know lack of space but uh, ask people who are teaching Sanskrit or who write Sanskrit poetry or books and they'll be very happy to help you to validate a name or uh, you know uh, to give you some options if this is not possible then what I advise parents is uh, the never go wrong hack you can't go wrong with this hack just pick up Vishnu Sahasranama for a boy and Lalita Sahasranama for a girl. Take a good publication and pick up a name from there. We cannot go wrong. Uh, so take any of these Sahasranamas and there are so many names in these Sahasranamas which are actually not common. The other day I was, uh, uh, I was uh, looking at Shiva Sahasranama and I found the name Vimukta. Mukta is a, is a common name. You know, you have uh, Mukta, Muktesh and all. Vimukta, if you search on LinkedIn, there are hardly 5 or 10 results. You can understand it easily. Vimukta, you can, you can pronounce it easily. Vimukta, Vimukti, especially liberated. It's the name of Shiva in the uh, Shiva Sahasranama. Uh, similarly, you know, Atindra, names which are easy to pronounce or, well, Atindra and Vimukta. Nirama, the name Ram is very popular, uh, which is explained as Ramante Yogino Yasmin. Ramante Yogino Asminiti Ramaha, he in, in whom yogis take delight. And there's a very beautiful name of Shiva in the Shiva Sahasranama, which is Nirama, Niramaha, which is explained as Nitaram Ramante Yogino Asminiti Niramaha, in whom the yogis always take delight is Nirama. Now, Nirama, uh, an easy to pronounce name from the Sahasranama, you'll find rare names, you'll find common names, easy to pronounce, not so easy to pronounce. And these are all uh, beautiful names from the Vishnu Sahasranama or the Lalita Sahasranama or Shiva Sahasranama. Uh, you can easily buy publications from Gita Press or other publishers. There are many translations, English, Sanskrit, Hindi. And we cannot go wrong with this kind of uh, approach. Uh, buy a Sanskrit dictionary. That's what I recommend parents. Uh, go for Apte, Apte Sanskrit English or Sanskrit Hindi Dictionary published by Motilal Banarsi Das and I believe some other publications also cost something like 700-800 rupees hardbound uh, and do some due diligence, just, just check up in a dictionary or you can consult the digital editions on uh, the University of Cologne website uh, which has digitized uh, a lot many Sanskrit dictionaries. Uh, Cross-check any information you read on baby names. Uh, some information is referenced, so it's easy to cross-check. Some information is not referenced at all. You cannot cross-check. So see if the content is transparent and verifiable. If somebody tells you about a name, if some website or some uh, uh, something on social media, some post on social media talks about a baby name and gives its meaning, check if there is some transparency. Where is this word used? Is it in the Vishnu Sahasranama? Is it in the Mahabharata? It's, is it in one of the Vedic Samhitas? Or uh, is it somewhere else? In Kavya literature, in, uh, in Kalidasa's uh, works, uh, whether the original quotes are given or not, whether the meanings are given. So we can see if the information is uh, just like you do you know, for medical advice. We don't trust any random medical advice on the internet. 
we see who is giving that advice, which website it is coming from, what, what, what is the kind of rigor and detail in that. And finally, question sources, if possible, especially on social media. Uh, I always welcome questions on my Facebook and Twitter uh, feeds. If somebody has any questions on a name, I try to explain. Sometimes if I've not explained it well or if I've made a small mistake, I correct it, I acknowledge. So uh, people are, uh, uh, people sometimes do make mistakes. So do question if you have any doubts uh, before blindly relying on a name. Now here's an example of the name uh, Vimukta, which I mentioned. This is one of my uh, recent personal consultations uh, where what I explained was, you know, this is a name which comes from V, which means especially, and Mukta, which means liberated. Uh, the different ways to parse it, where it is used, what's the concept, what verses uh, mention this name, what does a commentary say. Now, the point of showing this is that this is an example, not the only example, but this is an example of verifiable content. If I put in original quotes, verse numbers, uh, then that content can be cross-checked. But if you just read, you know, on a name website that Hotravahan means uh, celestial beauty and it's the name of a girl, there is no way a reader can cross-check that content. Uh, well, where is it mentioned? Where does it say it means the celestial beauty? Is it in uh, the Smritis or the Puranas or the Vedic Samhitas and so on? So that's uh, the end of the presentation. Uh, well, I do... Uh, Almost every day, I give a name suggestion on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, sometimes I do it once uh, in once or twice in a week, but I try to do it every day, uh, these days especially. Uh, and uh, you can find me on Facebook and Twitter. And I also do email consultation, which is not free, so I'm advertising here, uh, which that's my email address. <laughs> you can uh, email me there. And uh, that's uh, that's the end of the presentation. Okay. Thank you.